Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay! Then that's a dog that we really want to meet. Hey, can I pet your dog? 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 Please? With Renee and Allegra. C-I-P-Y-D. Welcome to Can I Pet Your Dog? I'm Allegra Ringo, a dog owner. And I'm Renee Colvert, a dog wanter. And this is our producer, Travis McElroy. Hi. (laughs) And this is a podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Great to be here, Renee. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yep. Yep. Uh, So uh, let's talk about what you guys have gotten yourselves into this episode. Uh, We have uh, a dog that we met this week. Then we uh, we have Jess Rona, a dog groomer here in Los Angeles. And uh, Allegra, what do you have for us? I have Stupid Dog Tech. I'm going to tell you guys about an app called My Talking Pet. That's all I'm going to say for now. (laughs) Uh, And I also would like to introduce a new segment called Renee Thought About It. And now she would like it to be a bigger point. Great segment title. Thank you. I like when segments are whole sentences and then some. Right. (laughs) Now it is time for Dogs We Met This Week. Renee, may I tell you a story of two dogs I met this week? Would you please? This is a story I am genuinely embarrassed about. And I wasn't laughing about it till like two days after it happened. It was like one of the more embarrassing things I've done. Like not in a cute way. I like what happened. (laughs) So... There are these two Great Danes in my neighborhood owned by this older couple, and they are gorgeous and huge and novel because they're Great Danes. And I only know of them because they are usually in the side yard of the their owners, and they bark at me and my dog Pistachio when we walk by. Like, this very deep, regal bark. Sure. So I've never seen them out and about before for some reason. And the other day, I saw the guy walking them, and I was so excited because I never see them out in the wild like this. <laughs> so I kind of chased him down the street but that wasn't the embarrassing part uh and i was like hi can i pet your dogs and he was like oh sure 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 and i started petting them and then i say i usually only see them in your yard and he with genuine alarm said in my yard and then i realized in my mind he was going to be like yep we know we're the neighborhood great dane people and everyone knows what our yard is but that's not true it just sounded like i was peering into his yard like a real psycho did you did you run with it were you like yeah from your tree that's really easy to yeah, climb i should know i went i i did something probably worse and went like you know because they're in your yard and when i walk by they bark at us and he kind of went like oh oh yeah like it made kind of sense mm, i i put the blame on him he that's very cute out. he's like oh are you in the neighborhood where do you live like that's he could have let you off the hook a little bit definitely okay. uh now i don't want to take it out on the dogs though did no. you get the dog's name yes the dog's names were apollo and annika very yeah. cool regal names great dogs yeah travis i think you'll agree those are the best names. can you name a great dane better than apollo marmaduke oh no that is the best uh, okay. so this guy's a jerk and he didn't name his great dane marmaduke well that's true that's true neither <laughs> two, of the great two strikes <laughs> i will say after that he was nice to me we kind of moved past it because i was so enthusiastic about the dogs i think he found it disarming and was like well if she's crazy it's the non-threatening <laughs> kind it's fine uh and then he was like, oh, thanks for giving them attention. They love it. So I think we were okay. I wouldn't call this guy a jerk. I would call myself a weirdo. Mm, I'm going to go 50-50. You're a little bit of a weirdo. He was you. a little bit of a jerk. Have you seen him since? No, this is the thing, man. I never see these people out and about. That's why it was mm-hmm. so novel. I feel like they just stay home. I don't know. 
hanging out with her Danes. Could you try when you walk by the yard to holler, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I made it. I could I'm try back. that. It's me. <laughs> I think my new thing, I'm going to peer over their fence and go, hey, guys, what are we doing today? It was like one of the few things I've done in my life where I truly walked away going, stupid, stupid. I felt like my face turned beet red. I think that's very sweet. And uh, for the story, I thank you for making that introduction. Also, it's a big dog, Allegra. It's two big dogs. It was very exciting. Can you imagine coming back to me and telling me that you didn't say hi to two big dogs? Yeah. See, I didn't want to get in trouble. Our friendship would be over. Exactly. (laughs) So it was worth the embarrassment to preserve our friendship. Great. I love that. Uh, All right, guys. Uh, Coming up next, we have the latest in dog rumor news. Now it's time for Ask an Expert. We are here with professional dog groomer Jess Rona. She owns Jess Rona Grooming in Los Angeles. Jess, thanks for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. This is exciting. We're very excited to have you here. We asked our listeners if they had questions for dog groomers, and they had a Ooh. ton. You have like oh, my God. Okay, let's do four it. Four pages of questions for you, Jess. So we're going to try to sum it up. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, we pruned it down. So I'm going to start here. A lot of listeners asked about dog nails, and this is one I relate yeah. to. They're a huge problem, in my view. So a lot of people wanted to know, A, what is the quick? How do you avoid cutting it? How do you stop these dogs from squirming around? Because they hate having their nails trimmed. Oh, wow. Okay. So what is the quick? The quick is a vein that goes through the nail. And at the base of the quick is a little cushion. And it's a black little cushion. And um, it kind of protects the quick. What was the other question? How do I avoid it? Just how do, yeah, how do you avoid cutting down to it? Because you don't want to cut it, right? It bleeds. Right. You don't want to cut it. Um When you trim nails, a lot of times dogs have white nails, so you can actually see through the nail and to the quick. But I've been doing this for 16 years, and after doing, you know, a million nail trims, I just know where the quick is. Mm. I could tell the way that the nail grows, and I could look at the the profile of the nail and see through and just kind of see where the quick is. Sometimes if dogs have really long quicks, then if you file their nails, you can actually help the quick recede and, and shorten a little bit. Huh. It's good to maintain nails because you will help keep the quicks short. How do I keep dogs from squirming everywhere? Again, I've been doing this forever. <laughs> I show the dog that I understand that they don't like it. I don't just grab the paw quickly. I kind of touch their shoulder and slide down their leg and just kind of give them a little warning that I'm going to lick their paw. Um, I have this thing called a groomer's helper. Hmm. which is sort of like a little tether that goes to the noose um, and it helps keep the noose away from their neck. It's hard to explain, but it's called a groomer's helper. So it just helps the dog not spin around Mm -hmm. that plus explaining to the dog, like through my behavior and through my energy that I understand that they don't like it and I respect them and I, and they can trust me. I just kind of try to communicate all of that with them. It sounds hippie dip, but it totally works. And then I can, You're the best groomer in the world. Uh, The next question uh, we have for you uh, is um, from Gina. I think I think it's Gina, Mm -hmm. Uh, and she just wants to know about you, Jess. She wants to know how you decided to become a dog groomer. Oh, um, well, I uh, started working as a dog bather when I was like 18 or 19 because I needed to make some money. And when I went to Petco, my mom used to get our cat food at Petco, so she's like, "You need to get a job." Um, (laughs) So here they're hiring. So on the Petco application, um, 
they had different jobs that you could do, like cashier, work with um, the, you know, turtles, work with birds. <laughs> work with the turtles, sure. Everybody's checking out that What was that? I just work with the turtles as a position, is the greatest position. You know, like, I don't know, fish, aquatic section of Petco or whatever. Jess, our producer, Travis, also worked at Petco. Did you? I worked at PetSmart. No, PetSmart, bitter rivals. Wait for their letters. You went to PetSmart as well? At all of them. Oh. um, Anyway, so I just... I just checked off dog bather and I was like, I'm going to do this. It's not like a regular nine to five and it sounds cool. And then I just slowly started working um, as a groomer, just very like I worked as a bather for a year. And then I started doing little like nail trims and pad trims and face trims. And then someone started training me slowly just over the years. I just started training more and more. So, has so it wasn't been- like a decision I made. I just kind of fell into it. So has this been your career like your entire working life? Kind of, yeah. I I stopped for a while and I started, because I've always been an actor as well. I've Mm -hmm. always been in acting schools and classes and that sort of thing. And so um, I always, like, I waited tables as well. So I waited tables at night and I would groom dogs part-time during the day. My goal was to only wait tables and then go on auditions during the day. Um, Then I moved to New York, started doing comedy um, at UCB. And I just waited tables when I was in UC at, um, in New York. And then I came back here to LA and I just started really getting in, back into dog grooming after taking like a two year break. Hmm. And then I really got into it, started doing competitions, taking all these classes, like just going nuts. Oh, whoa. I want to hear all about the classes you take. They teach you how to groom dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I know, but I want to know specifically, like, because listen, listen, everybody, I think the everyone will agree that there's a difference between a regular grooming of a dog and like a best in show grooming. Sure. sure. Uh, Of of the classes that you took, which obviously are about dog grooming, uh, what is the most ridiculous thing that they taught you? Oh, man. Um, Well, I did a creative grooming class and I learned how to take dye with a paintbrush and paint designs on dogs, which was really cool. Like you could do leopard spots or zebra. Can can I jump in and ask a question? Whenever I see people like uh, where they like will dye sections of the dog's hair, like, you know, pink or red or blue or anything. I I always were. Is that not like if they lick their fur, is it just like a special kind of dye or is there any risk of it like rubbing off on furniture or anything like that? Um, there are certain temporary dyes that do rub off on furniture, um, but for the most part, these dyes are just like conditioners with pigments in them. Oh. So that's the best way I can describe it. It's very, it's just pigments and conditioners. So as according to the dog, it's as if they're just getting conditioner put on them. That's the texture. And then you rinse it off and dry it and the dog doesn't feel it or know that it's there. Some people argue that it's like not, it's like, oh, poor dog, you know, they're getting dyed. And, but the, the truth is like, I say poor dog if they're really matted or have a tight sweater on, or mm-hmm. those are the dogs that I feel bad for, not dogs with dyed fur. Sure. Because they can't feel the color, but they can feel tight mats on their body or if people dress their dogs up in hot weather. I had somebody come over with a dog in a sweater oh. in like 80 degrees. I'm like, what are you thinking, man? Oh. <laughs> Me. I mean, I'm granted, he looks stuff. real sharp, but come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> so our next question comes from my friend, Monica Scott. She would like to know, and I will read her question verbatim. It's in all caps. She shouts, there is dog hair all over my furniture and body all the time. How do I stop this? <laughs> 
There are several ways. First of all, get your dog professionally groomed by a professional groomer, not in your own bathtub, Mm -hmm. um, once a month. Dogs naturally shed their coat. In fact, it's a good thing. It's a sign of a healthy coat because um, they're regenerating their cells. And so this is a good thing. Thumbs up. Certain dogs shed more than others. Um, And what you can do is I don't love the Furminator, which is a really invasive tool. And it's like just not awesome. So don't do the Furminator. What's what groomers the do is we have a high-velocity dryer that, that just basically blows off the dead coat. Oh, wow. And in addition to that, we use something called a carding tool. We also have something called a Zoom Groom, which is on Amazon for like 12 bucks. It's a little plastic curry comb. That's awesome hmm. for de-shedding as well. And is the, is the Furminator the vacuum one? or is that I'm, I'm No, the that Furminator is um, it's kind of like a metal blade that um, just like kind of invasively rips out double coats. Oh, it rips out the undercoat. Oh, no. okay. A lot of people like it for, um, I mean, I don't say it's bad. I just think that if you're, I think it should be just left to groomers, professional groomers to use it on certain dogs. Like Golden Retrievers, I do it on the Furminator and certain other dogs like Terriers. Um, for stripping out their undercoat, but you don't want to like use the Furminator all the time on your dog. It's, it's invasive. Sure. No, that makes sense. And then as far as like seeing a dog with a ton of hair in the summer, is there anything wrong with shaving that dog completely other than it Girl, a little bit embarrassed? <laughs> I am so glad you asked this question. Oh, let's oh talk about God. it, Jess. Hallelujah. I'm screaming out my window right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Okay. So people want to cut their dog's double coats off, their gorgeous coats off for the summer because they're, they have anxiety and think that their dog is wearing a sweater. Sure. This is not true. You have to go online and research what a double-coated dog is. Their coats insulate them. And each follicle on this dog has a little muscle that opens and closes and moves with the follicle and the hair and helps to regulate their temperature. Whoa. If you strip off all of this hair, you make them hotter in the summer or colder in the winter. Plus, mostly everybody doesn't just leave their dog outside. Mm -hmm. If you have air conditioning, that's awesome. Get the dog a nice professional bath where we can take out some of that dead coat and open up the pores a little bit. But you don't want to strip off their coat. It's very bad for them. Jess, let me ask a question. When I I take my dog to the groomer, is there, like, dropping off and picking up, is there best behavior I can do to make the transition for the dog easier? Sure. Um, <clears throat> sometimes you can just have a no, this is a no big deal attitude, like in your energy, you can just sort of act like it's no big deal. This is fine. It's not, I got this. You're fine. You're safe kind of attitude instead of, I don't know if you do this, but some people will like hold their dog and pet their dog and make, try to comfort them, <laughs> which is not, um, which kind of makes them more anxious because you're having a weak energy. I suggest if your dog is super nervous and trembling and it's like usually dogs that do that kind of get over it pretty quickly once the owners leave. Um, But just try to have like a no big deal attitude, sort of like, I got this. I'm in charge. You're safe. This is no big deal. Here you go. It kind of sounds like dropping a kid off at preschool. Yeah. But see, the thing is with with a kid, they do need to have a little... um, uh, whatchamacallit, comforting. You, you do sure. need to comfort your kid because they're humans. But as far as dogs, they're reading that as a weak behavior, which is making them unsure and more anxious. And dogs are not human, what? right? No, that can't be right. That can't be right. That can't be right. Is it just? Well, is that right? Some are. Okay. Some are human. 
Some are humans dressed as dogs. That's fine. (laughs) Precisely. Uh, Like if you have a little kid, yeah, give them a hug. They're a kid, but, you know, of course, they understand. They need that comforting. They want a little hug and kiss. But for dogs, they need you to be like, take charge. I got this. No big deal. Great. Makes Uh, sense. So, Jess, we have uh, one more question um, from Stacy. I think it's Cygnus. Uh, she also was curious about nails, and I'm going to paraphrase it just a little bit. If you do trim your dog's nail and it does start to bleed, how would you recommend the owner help take care of that? Um, definitely, if you get if you plan to do it at home, prepare yourself with Quick Stop. You can just get it at Petco or anywhere. It's the cystic powder. It's this yellow powder that will stop the quick from bleeding. Also, quicking a nail is not the end of the world. It's it's painful for the dog but it's not like crazy painful and they get over it pretty quickly it happens um but just try to take a little bit off at a time um when you trim the nail and once you see that black dot that cushion at the base of the quick that's how you know when to stop trimming the nail but just do a little bit at a time and have quick stop with you smart so smart jessica jess Jess, yeah. thank you so much Jess for being Jessica. here. It's me. <laughs> I didn't want to be too formal with you and be like, Ms. Rona, thank you <laughs> oh, for being girl. here. You're fine. Uh, thank you so much for answering our questions. You sound like a wonderful groomer. And may I add, you have a very soothing voice. <laughs> ha! Thank you so much. Um, if you want to see some cool, fun videos of my dog grooming, you can check out my Instagram, Jess Rona Grooming. Oh, I have, and I recommend everyone do it. It is adorable. Yeah, just before we called you up, Allegra was showing us these videos. You guys, you have to check them out. They are hilarious and so cute. So and cute. Jess, if anyone in the Los Angeles area would like to hire you, do you have a website or a, a, a phone number or something for your shop? I have an email that is on my Instagram. Perfect. Nine at Gmail. Perfect. Perfect. Email me. Great. Jess Rona of Jess Rona Grooming, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, you guys. You guys, our next segment is called Renee Thought About It, and now she thinks she wants to make a bigger point of this. Uh, And it is about, in our very first episode, uh, when I was asking Travis about what type of small dog has big dog traits, and then it kind of evolved itself into, like, listen, if you want a dog, you should get a dog. And Travis definitely touched on the point of some people shouldn't get a dog right now, but we just kind of touched on it, so I'd like to make a much, much bigger point of that. Let me tell you why. Uh, So after we left that recording, I spent a good two days just like tormented. I'm like, what am I going to name him? I got to get a dog. What am I going to name him? What am I going to name him? I've landed on Pickle. Great. But what if I like the dogs who have a name uh, based off their personality? And what if I get a well-trained, likes-the-rules type of dog who's never in a Pickle? Now he's just like, oh, my name's Pickle, but I'm actually pretty well-behaved. Oh, oh, so to you, Pickle was because they were in a pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no. see, I thought they were like, it was like a cute. You know? Oh, yeah, me too. I thought it was also ironic because you like big dogs. So you wanted a big dog sure. named Pickle. Right. Oh. That's funny to me. Oh, that is kind of fun. Okay, I will accept that. I'll like that. But either way, took a lot of head time thinking about just the name of the dog. Like, sure. I'm like, if I can't even name him, what am I going to do with an actual dog? Sure. So a lot of stress. Uh, and then um, I, I'm maybe didn't tell you this part that uh my living situation is a dream for the most part i live alone but uh the guy who wrote our theme song aaron hagan he is a voice teacher uh in new york and los angeles and he comes out and stays with me about every six weeks he is adamant that he does not want a dog in our apartment just because he teaches voice lessons there and allergies so i with without like telling you guys oh i can't have a dog because of aaron instead i went into like this elaborate con of how i'm just gonna hide a dog for a week like a like an et situation and a bunch mm-hmm. of stuffed animals sure so that's not conducive i can't get a dog for that reason and then the third one is that uh, i did a lot of dog sitting uh these last two weeks 
and pistachio. Uh, and then I also watched my uh, my friend uh, Rachel and Jared's dog, uh, Norma and Gizmo. They were very cute. I met them. One <sighs> like big, one little, great combination. The best. Do you know what kind of dog uh, Norma is? What kind of dog that would be? Ooh, I'm going to guess German Shepherd mix. Ooh, maybe. With yeah, a longer-haired yeah. something or other. I'll post a picture, and you guys can help me figure out what kind of dog it was. Uh, and then this last week, I had Cider, a chocolate lab. Great name. <sighs> no, I have to say, what's great about all this, but of all these breeds, I think Lab, I think you're right, Travis. Lab might be the thing. Cider, don't leave my side. It's the way to go. Oh, Lab's so America's great. favorite dog. So great. I assume. But what I discovered about my... <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a true. I think that is about true. Wait, I know this for a fact because I was uh, doing a, a test run of a game show. This is devastating. Uh, I was doing a test. <laughs> yeah, it sounds I'm not okay. I'm a game still show? not okay. A game show, a test run. And one of the questions was, what was America's favorite dog? <gasps> and I got to choose the categories, whether it was a category of dogs or like fashion or whatever. I'm like, dogs. And I said it with a lot of arrogance. And then I said, golden retriever. I got the dog question wrong <gasps> on a game show well wait a minute i got a question yeah what do they mean by america's favorite dog is this quantifiable do you mean like most popular like right everybody has one yeah no you're right you're right there was a like the other category is like slang words so maybe it wasn't <laughs> the most researched game show <laughs> because you could it's also possible. say like the car that everybody buys because like it's the most reasonably priced and high isn't the most popular car yeah it's just the most bought one well you guys now i'm having a real problem i don't stand up for myself when i have a question about stuff i should i should have been like who who did the research on this and get to the bottom of it that's the way to be the best the answer uh it was lab but i said golden retriever well okay look first of all that's a very i feel like a very close call i see a ton of golden retrievers people love them Sure. Also, Thank I you. think, to be fair, it was big of you not to be the worst ever game show contestant <laughs> and be like, excuse me, I have a point to make. Yeah. Who did the research on this? Most popular is a very subjective. <laughs> exactly. Obviously. Thank you. Okay. That feels good. Uh, but so so I've got to spend uh, time with dogs for the last two weeks. You guys, I haven't gone on a date. I haven't been to a show. I have done nothing except for sprint home after mm-hmm. work to be with these dogs. Mm-hmm. And I think a little bit, I might have the type of personality that without somebody else there to like help me take care of a dog, I will become an absolute homebody and it may not be the best thing for me. I understand that because I am that. I wish I had the... I wish I could say I think it's not the best thing for me, but I understand. <laughs> but I understand it's not for everybody. Sure. I, I guess. Okay. So to clarify my point, yes. now that you've explained, I guess what I should have said was that if you want a dog and feel ready for a there dog, we go. Yes. Don't talk yourself out of it. Get the dog. Great. Uh, so I would like to tell you guys right now, I'm not ready. Wow! I want really? to be ready. I want to be ready, but I think I need. I think I need an apartment where I live by myself, mm-hmm. so that I don't have to lie to my roommate. Smart. Uh, and then I think I need to uh, be okay with other people taking care of dogs. And right now, I think you all will agree, I'm a little bit excitable. I'm a little bit overzealous <laughs> in my love for dogs. I'm going to have to tone that down if I'm actually going to own one. Otherwise, I will not have a life because okay. I'll just run home to that dog. I think that's very fair. Do you think? We can help you work on these things and get you a dog within the next year. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, I like this. Yes. Have a little goal for the show. <laughs> Stay with us for at least 50 episodes, people. We're going to get running a dog. <laughs> a 50-part episode trying to figure out if I get a dog or not. <laughs> Probably named Pickle. Probably. I really like Pickle. Me too. It's really cute. Me too. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, coming up next, you guys, we have the latest in stupid dog technology. 
time for Stupid Pet Tech with Allegra Ringo. I'm adding. Is that, a, is that okay? Branding. No, it's great. It's yours. <laughs> Can I trademark this? Allegra, if you work hard enough to find the stupid tech dogs, then yeah, you get it. You get, you get the credit. Well, okay. I got to say, I didn't work that hard to find this one. Chris Bay recommended this app, My Talking Pet, along with uh, he sent us a cute video of his dog, Daisy Grace. Very cute. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Grace. Thank you, Daisy. (laughs) So, guys, My Talking Pet is an app that lets you upload a photo of your pet, cat or dog, and uh, you record an audio recording of your voice, and then it applies it, I guess, to the photo, and it makes the eyes and the mouth move. So, basically, it just looks like your pet is saying these things. I mean, looks like loosely in kind of a grotesque way. So, what you do is you pinpoint the eyes and the mouth like tell the app this is where the eyes and the mouth are on this photo and then the app goes okay and kind of corresponds that with your voice it's a very agreeable app okay okay great great all right all right right. all right it just trusts you (laughs) okay (laughs) doesn't question it just trust you great perhaps the weirdest thing uh, and the most entertaining thing about this app is that its default setting is to speed up your voice so it sounds like the chipmunks. So if you want it to go down to kind of a normal pitch, you have to like select that. So if you just do it with the default settings, it's like a really high, really fast, crazy sounding thing. <laughs> can you take it down super low for like a Great Dane? Good news, guys. You can go super low. For the Great Danes, for the larger dogs of the world. So, Renee, you'll be very happy. I am very happy. Uh, here's Okay, I have so many scenarios that I want to use this for. Like a normal happy birthday, but sure. then immediately I want to send this app for... Now, I don't want to send it, but I'm curious if people have. Like, you're dating somebody, it's time to be over, but you're breaking the news gently with a cute <laughs> oh, puppy. Oh, God! <laughs> just be like, listen, this just isn't quite working out. See ya! I'm breaking up with you. That's what the pet says yeah, in yeah, a cute yeah. voice. Yeah, or but, but they say the owner's voice. It's not the pet's fault. Let's definitely not blame. Ooh, that's the true. dog. You don't want to yeah, incriminate yeah. Just like, dogs. Hey, like I first because if if somebody were to be like, oh no, thanks. Uh, but they sent me. Well, no, I would just be mad. I would just be mad. But there'd be a tiny part of me who was like, that does soften the blow a little. It well, does make it a little easier. I think the funny thing is, I see where you are coming from. But if I received a video like that, <laughs> it would be such an unbelievable slap in the face. <laughs> Like, I would be like, I think she was trying to be nice, but this just comes off as crazy mean. Nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, but I also think it would be like a solidifying, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm never talking to oh, you again. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, so maybe it would soften the blow and they would go like, oh, thank God I dodged that right. bullet. This is great. This is great. You know, the more I'm thinking about this, yeah. Ray, great idea. Thank you. Thank you. So if you're dating somebody and you absolutely want them to never, ever call you again, <laughs> consider breaking up with them this way i think we need a new segment it's called dating advice with renee because <laughs> it's a wonder i'm single it's a real it's a real curious thing well, you just broken off your relationships in this uh unintentionally mean way with little weird animal voices exactly uh or like a, I, you know what i also can see this happening a lot with is moms mm-hmm. who are trying to get their kids to like clean your room Ooh, that's they, a good one actually I, if you were 11 and you got this from your mom you would be so embarrassed oh, yeah, 11 yes but yes. what if i was six? Oh, who's texting at six? Oh no okay but what okay fine but you can just make it and then show it on your phone to sure. the kid. No, you don't have to really text cute. it to them. That's really cute. I, six-year-olds might be texting now. We need some parents to tell us. I think, oh, I don't know. Wait, can Maybe. they write? 
I, I think I don't know. I've seen babies who this is use not kind iPads. Of your kid. Yeah, this is this is. Yeah, they use iPads, but other texts. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. One bad mother. We need you. you yeah, kids, kids. Could you step in, please. Uh, uh, but no, I think I also would maybe think that this would be something that I would overuse a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. also I will say. Guys, this was not a free app. This was $1.99 in the app store. Did you buy an app for us? I did. Allegra. I spent my own $1.99. Am I going to write it off? Sure. But it was still $1.99, Renee. <laughs> that it won't go unnoticed. Come Thank Christmas you. time, that will not go unnoticed. Oh, That's very sweet of you. Me. I know. <laughs> the funny thing about this app, so I was reading the reviews for it. And first of all, everyone unequivocally loves it. Of course. Yeah. And most people admit that it is stupid. But one lady said, hey, I'm a dog trainer. I record a smart dog training tips and I put them on here in like a funny little cute way to help people understand them. And I was like, that's actually a pretty good idea. That's pretty cute. That's pretty Pretty clever. Smart, right? Yeah. I was yeah, a smart use of this app. I I mean, this kind of expands for me a little bit, like all training videos across the board. Like, can you imagine like all those initial job training things that you've (laughs) had? Like dogs are just like a lesson. It'd be so much better. Yeah. The best. Oh, it'd be way better. I mean, have we a little bit? Have we just tapped into something genius? Do we need to start a production company that just does training videos for corporate companies? Do you think we can merge with my talking pet? Are we a corporation? Can we merge with others? Probably. Listen, I'm the ideas girl. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) And I'm the pretty one. (laughs) Just kidding. The longest we ever rolled on you guys. Just kidding. The dogs are the pretty ones. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Renee, I sent you a test video using my talking pet. Yeah, you did. Now, how did you feel when I sent you that with no context? Well, now, to be fair, I had seen Chris Bates, so I kind of oh, right. knew I kind of knew that was coming. But if that had not happened at all, uh, <laughs> over the moon, I would have been over the moon. With OK, it. you wouldn't so have been happy. just like alarmed. Uh, but I'm a dog person. Sure. I think if uh, if you weren't good friends with somebody who sent that to you, it would be a little alarming. curious, <laughs> a little a, curious at best, alarming at worst. What yeah. if? OK, what about people I am good friends with, but they're not dog people? I mean, let's try it. Go. I think I'm going to send one to my long-suffering boyfriend, who, God bless him, very nice boy, uh, definitely puts up with dogs and is nice to them, but is not as insane about them as I am. I think, yeah, and I also think it could be funny. Like, the goofier the yeah. dog, <laughs> the more serious the conversation. Oh, yeah. Be, even by, Do you have context with which you'd like, to, you'd like to bring something up with him? Oh, God, let's see. <laughs> I prefer something political. Do you have oh, like political. some oh, strong great. political opinions that the dog could deliver for you? Okay, my political question would be, why aren't there more dog parks in the city of Los Angeles? This is a real question, you guys. There are only a couple of sanctioned dog parks. There are a lot of unsanctioned ones that people call dog parks, but it's just insanity. It's just people going like, eh, I'll put my dog off leash there because I feel safe. And it's like, no, please don't do that. So and even the dog park that's by my house, the whole park is like even dogs on leash. You can only have them on one path or in the dog park. Isn't that surprising? Because it seems like everyone in L.A. has a dog. And I just assumed they would be everywhere. And they're really not. So city of Los Angeles, if you're listening, give me an answer. Or if you're the person in charge of making dog parks in L.A., let yeah. us know. We want to talk to you. We yeah, have questions. Who's that guy? Who's, I don't know. Who's that person? So in our last episode, hi, this is Travis, the producer with corrections and answers. In our last episode, we talked about Maisie the dog, and we were wondering like what her measurements were. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. 
This is the world's potential smallest dog. Yes, and we were wondering what size she was and why it was hypothetical. Here's her, and she's from the UK, so there uh, it's in metric. She's seven centimeters tall. She's 12 centimeters long and weighs only 250 grams. So, like, basically the size of a hamster, as we talked about last time. That is not a dog. And the reason that it's a maybe and maybe a potential thing is she has not been submitted to the record books Oh, Um, You know, they don't just, like, do it all the time. They take it, like, in yearly rotation. Um, And so, barring a growth spurt... They'll be submitting her. She's not fully grown oh, yet either. How about that? So it's not a mom being overprotective. Like, I just don't want my child to have a tainted Exactly. Uh, this is more like we're going right. to wait till sure. she's a year old and we've right. established that she's full size. And then we're going to submit her to the record books. And then, only then, when the record books have confirmed it, can we say for sure that she is the world's smallest dog. Now, I'm ready for a scandal. Those record books are going to be like, why'd you submit a hamster? That's nice. <laughs> no, they are not. They are going to say, this is a legitimate dog. Thank you, Maisie's owner. You're the best. Here's your thimble I, crown. Yeah. I, I did also read that when she was first born, she was at first mistaken for just a hunk of placenta. Oh, what? my God. She was so tiny. Was she the runt, I guess? Yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah. I, what if she wasn't? That is such a oh, tragic story. You know, like human people, like when they first look at their babies, there's like, hey, you're just so beautiful. And then her mom was like, eh, I was pretty sure you're just a placenta. Oh, is that moving? <laughs> oh, weird. Oh, my. Gross, gross. To be fair, human babies look kind of gross when they're born. But, yeah. ooh. That's pretty gross. All right. Well, so that's... we'll keep it updated, and hopefully by like the end of the calendar year, or by this time next year, we'll know for sure if Maisie is, in fact, the world's smallest dog. I speak behalf on our viewers that this is fascinating. Please keep us up. Look, Renee, here's what could happen, though. What if it's a Marmaduke situation? <laughs> what if she has a crazy cross for in her 11th month, and she's a Great Dane? No, Side note, no. there is a great movie from, like I think it's 50s or 60s, it's a Disney live-action movie called like The Ugly Dachshund. Oh, I've seen it. What? Yeah? It's great. Basically what it was was, uh, I want to say that what happened was the, the dog, the dachshund, gave birth to a bunch of puppies, and like there's a long-suffering husband, <laughs> as there's often is in sure. 50 and 60 movies, sure. and the vet is like f- takes pity on him, so sneaks a Great Dane puppy in with the dachshund puppies so like the dude will have a quote man-sized dog <laughs> no, I guess boy and so then, problem back right, then as they right. grow up all the dachshunds are dachshund sized and the great dane is great dane sized and they're just like he's just a weird looking dachshund I guess <laughs> and like that's the whole movie Travis I will movie. come over on Saturday to watch that movie thank I, you for inviting me we will watch popcorn. it great I'm Cameron Esposito. I'm Rhea Butcher. I am Ricky Carmona. And we are the cast members, what, I don't know, podcastiness of Wham Bam Pow. That's an action and sci-fi movie podcast you can find on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. And what do we do? News reviews and things you can use. Tons of things you can use. We break it down so it can forever be broken. Hilarious jokes. Plus, sometimes there's a dog in the studio. Sometimes there's a dog here. We'll see you... In your earbuds! All right, you guys, that about wraps it up for this episode. We want to thank you again for subscribing to our podcast. We also would love for you to hop on over to iTunes and rate and review. It helps a lot. Uh, we also want to say if, if you enjoyed this episode and this show, which of course you do, <laughs> you should listen to all the other amazing MaximumFun.org shows, shows like One Bad Mother, Sawbones, Baby Geniuses. Uh, let's see, what's some other ones? Lady to Lady, uh, Oh No, Ross and Carrie. There's a bunch of them. Some of them I do, um, shows 
like Adventure Zone, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, Bunker Buddies. Uh, also, if you like this show and you're not a Max Fun donor yet, you can become a Max Fun donor by going to maximumfun.org forward slash donate. Um, for as little as $5 a month, you can support Max Fun and this show and help us out. You can find us on Twitter. We're over at at C-I-P-Y-D podcast. We're the same handle on Instagram. And we have a great Facebook group, guys. If you just search for Can I Pet Your Dog? Let me just say, on all these platforms, we have lots and lots of listener dog pictures, and it's great fun. And if you, especially if you uh, add us on Facebook, your feed will now change to just pictures of dogs. Oh, yes. It's amazing. It's the best. It's amazing. And we also want to see pictures of your dog. So please not only follow us and uh, become a member, but please send us pictures of your dogs. We'd also like to thank Aaron Hagen for our theme song and Paige Weldon for our logo. And if you uh, wouldn't mind, tell a friend about the show. If you're like, hey, I know you like dogs, Steven. Listen to the show. It's the best way to help us grow as a podcast and to grow closer with your friends. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Renee Colvert. I'm Allegra Ringo. Can I, I pet, pet your, your dog? dog? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.